You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Trying to put some pressure on Derek Rose. Rose fakes, now drives, pulls back, drives again, goes inside, turns, puts it up and in. Derek Rose, another bucket. He's got 21, and the Grizzlies call timeout. It's BetQL Daily with Joe Ostrowski on the BetQL Audio Network. Joe Ostrowski, Chris Ranji here. Ranji, one of these times, we'll stop being surprised by Derek Rose as he has continued to reinvent himself stop after stop in the NBA. It's pretty wild. I love to see that happen for somebody yeah. who had maybe a multiple MVP career uh, on the horizon and then yeah. have the two knee injuries. It's just it. It's great to see it now. Wish it would have played out a little bit different over the last several years, though. Uh, Knicks, another win. They take care of Memphis last night, 118-104. Derek Rose scores 25. So does Julius Randle. This is a BetQL Daily. Joe Strowski, Chris Ranchi, as I mentioned. And uh, let's bring in one of our favorite NBA guests. His name's Michael Gallagher, at Mike S. Gallagher on Twitter, senior NBA analyst for Establish the Run. Now, Mike, uh, LeBron James wants people fired. Like you change the rules, you change the format. You've got to fire people it does, uh, if it doesn't favor me. And uh, what is so thrilling for most basketball fans and uh, most teams now have about seven games left in the regular season is it's not just some of the maneuvering that we typically see this time of year, uh, figuring out your playoff matchup in the first round. It's also looking at the play-in. Uh, like in the East, you've got one against two, Philadelphia against Brooklyn. Who's going to get the home court there? Five versus six with Atlanta and Miami and trying to avoid that play-in tournament. Eight versus nine. You'd rather be seven and eight than nine or ten with Charlotte and Indiana. You know, it's the same thing over the West. We have a bunch of that. Uh, The Clippers are sitting there at the four. They might have to face the Lakers. So you would think that they're going to want to jump up to get that three from Denver. Uh, Which race do you think is most exciting and that uh, has your attention the most right now? Is Minnesota going to keep the top three lottery spot? No, just kidding. (laughs) (laughs) Isn't that cool that with all these, uh, with all the distractions, with all the races, we're not spending the last month talking about tanking anymore. Right? Yeah, but just that Minnesota's top four protected, they're they're not tanking. They're winning a lot of games. But yeah, to answer your question, I mean, I think the West seeding has to be uh, the number one thing for me. Uh, obviously, the Lakers getting a big win last night, but he's like you said, LeBron talking about firing people for the plane. It's added a lot of excitement. We've seen the Pelicans. We thought they might start tanking kind of when uh, Alonzo got hurt earlier. They're still playing things out despite how they have like almost no chance. And, you know, even the Kings are trying. They're not really tanking. The Bulls are basically out of it. They're not tanking either uh, when they mm-hmm. really should when their picks go into Orlando. So, um, yeah, I think it's been great, the the plan. But 
Um, yeah, the, how the West is going to shake out, like one and two is going to be big for Phoenix and Utah. It's it's wild to see so many different races here. Um, like you said, uh, Brooklyn and Philly, that's going to be a big race. You'd much rather be the one and then avoid the two, three versus Milwaukee uh, than the other way around. We saw how Milwaukee played great on Sunday. We'll see him again today. Obviously, not having James Harden was a factor. But um, yeah, as you mentioned, there's just so many uh, exciting races to follow here. So unless you're a team like, um, you know, the Lakers or you're a team like Dallas, who I think both of those teams thought they were going to be way ahead of having to even worry about the play in, which is why, you know, guys like Doncic and, you know, Mark Cuban and LeBron, they're all upset about it now. But do you think that them and their comments are, are, are those enough to make sure it doesn't happen next year, because I, I'm with you guys. I, I think it's fun, and I think it's added excitement. So how do you think the league is going to see it? I I mean, I think they're just going to be, you know, they're being upset. They're in the moment. They don't want to do this plan. That's what happens. I mean, if, if the Lakers weren't slipping, they wouldn't. this conversation wouldn't be happening. Same with the Mavs, although the Mavs didn't really have the you know top four kind of expectations that the Lakers did. I'd be stunned if they reconsidered it. I think it's really been helpful for kind of keeping teams interested and not punting games like like the, the Pistons, for instance. There's only really the Pistons and the Thunder are really the only two teams that are just over the top with this. And for that number to be only two, I think is definitely a big win for the league, especially in this condensed season. Hmm. Uh, Mike, you mentioned the rematch that we're going to see from Sunday, Brooklyn and Milwaukee going at it again. Same location, up in Milwaukee. It was the Bucks taking care of the Nets on Sunday, 117 to 114. Now Durant, back-to-back, 42-point performances. Are both these teams going to play everyone? Uh, well, not, not hard, but, yeah, they're pretty healthy. Uh, we've got Nick Claxton. He's not in the injury report, but Steve Nash said he's not expected to play. So, yeah, it's it's pretty much uh, a full roster for the Bucks. Uh, and we'll see, uh, you know, a lot of KD and man, just a, a week ago, uh, Nash was talking about not wanting to play him over 30 minutes and he's just been letting him go. Um, it, it was a, what a game on Sunday with Giannis having his highest usage rate in any game of his career with more than 22 minutes. He was just chucking it, uh, all game. Uh, we saw Drew doing kind of locked down Kyrie, probably the one of like four or five times where Kyrie couldn't really get good looks and make them. Uh, he doesn't really get good looks. He just makes them anyways. But um, that was an interesting dynamic, too. But, um, yeah, this should be uh, certainly – it's going to be tough to live up to Sunday's game. But mm-hmm. I'm definitely expecting a really close and highly high-scoring game. What do you make of the Boston Celtics? And I, I saw somebody on Twitter yesterday, uh, you know, pontificate about if they don't make it past the play-in round, what a, what a travesty all of this is. But, you know, all they have to do is win one game, and, and they'll be in the top eight. If they make it into a, a seven or an eight seed, provided they don't find their way up into six or something, um, what do you think of their chances once they get there? Yeah, they've just had a really tough time staying healthy. Like Kemba missing time earlier, missing time now. Marcus Smart calf injury. Jason Tatum COVID, after effects of COVID. Jalen Brown's been banged up. Evan Fournier's been dealing with some COVID stuff he's talked about. They haven't been able to figure out who's going to fill in kind of their back end. It's been Aaron Neesmith now. Time Lord had a restriction. It's just every single player on that roster hasn't really had easy street go their way. So I think they're definitely dangerous. We know kind of Brad Stevens was almost 
I don't think he was really on the hot seat, but Twitter put him on the hot seat. Like they always have to deal with a coach struggling. But um, yeah, I, I think they're, they're, you know, they'll make a series out of really potentially anyone. It's just, they have to get bodies back. Um, Jalen had the great start and he's kind of been up and down since. So mostly ups, but not quite like he was back when Kemba was hurt. But yeah, um, I think that the, it would it'd be nice to see him kind of in the middle, but yeah, they, they got to earn it. Not going to be easy uh, with Kemba dealing with the oblique. Should be back pretty soon. So those guys, um, and we see the Hornets are, um, they just got some news too. So it may be easier for kind of them to uh, not pass the Celtics, which was unlikely with two and a half games. But uh, Miami's start, starting to get healthier too without Hero. Um, it's, it's not going to be easy for Boston, but I think I think they can do it. With Michael Gallagher, EstablishTheRun.com. He's the senior NBA analyst over there. Uh, Michael, uh, the Clippers are fascinating right now. So how are they going to finish up the season? They are nine and a half point favorites tonight hosting Toronto. Usually at this stage, we're talking about them just resting their guys and getting set for the postseason, but they're sitting in that four spot right now. They would be matched up against the Lakers. How much are they going to push it in the final stretch? Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price. Priceline. With threats to our nation waiting around every corner, adaptability is more important than ever. When conditions change without notice, quick strategic thinking is crucial. And with obstacles consistently impending, determination is essential in overcoming them. It's this willingness, decisiveness, and resilience that sets Marines apart. With our fighting spirit, we don't just fight battles, we win them. Marines are the constant our nation counts on to fight the unknown. And through adaptable problem solving, we do just that. Learn more at marines.com. Uh, they probably have to. Uh, we know they've really, perhaps more than anyone else, been resting guys. I mean, they rested Luke Kennard. Uh, <laughs> so literally got a rest tag, uh, which really goes to show you that Ty Lu has had this approach that they want to have guys back. We know Paul Jordan has been playing in both ends of back-to-back ways since that foot injury from a couple months ago. Kawhi Leonard just getting back from a foot injury. So they're going to have to kind of dial it up. The good news is, they only have one more back-to-back the rest of the way, and included in that back-to-back is against the Rockets. So there's your rest game. Mm-hmm. Um, but not the easiest schedule. A couple against Toronto. Toronto's kind of dangerous. We saw what they did to the Lakers. Kyle Lowry and Pascal Siakam are legit all-stars when they're, they're not resting guys. Another thing that's, you know, they're kind of in the mix. Obviously, they need a, a miracle, but, you know, them playing guys is nice to see. They get the Lakers. They get the Knicks. Uh, at Charlotte may not be easy. We'll see if uh, Miles Bridges can make it back from that. Is what the news we just found out. And then they close against Houston and OKC. So those should be two wins. So they should be in pretty good shape. Uh, Denver losing another shooting guard slash guard yesterday is going to make it really tough on them. Suddenly, Austin Rivers and Jack Harris are going to be important. So I, I think the Clippers could certainly, uh, and Denver's schedule certainly isn't easy either. So uh, I think the Clippers definitely want that number three spot. And I think they've got a pretty good shot with the way things kind of broke the, the last kind of 24 hours with the, with them and, and the nuggets. For me, Mike, the West is kind of difficult to assess until we know whether or not LeBron and especially LeBron 
and AD are, are fully healthy going into the playoffs. But as we sit right now, Denver at 33 to one to win the whole thing. Um, Phoenix at 12 to one to win the whole thing. Of, of those two teams, is there one with a lot of value, you believe, at, at this point in the season? Uh, I still kind of think it's going to be the Lakers. And really, what I thought was the biggest takeaway last night, besides LeBron not really playing, wasn't a setback, by the way, is Marcus Gasol did an awesome job on Jokic last night. And that's going to be the thing. We know that Montrezl Harrell got roasted by Jokic uh, last playoff when he was with the Clippers. So you know, when Dwight Howard did really well, so I think the I think the Lakers are still going to be the team I want to bet on. And I don't really feel great about value. The Suns are just so solid to me, where I feel like they're going to pick anybody, you know, six seven games. But for them to consistently pull it out with the way they kind of run things and don't really have that kind of playoff kind of style offense, uh, it may be a little bit tougher. But yeah, I'm not I'm not too into um, the Suns as far as a value perspective. Uh, but I think mm-hmm. I, if I had to pick one of those kind of teams, I guess I'd pick, um, excluding the Clippers, I'd probably pick the Suns over the Jazz. Uh, Mike, we hit on a, a couple of the matchups going on today, seven games in total. We also have Dallas-Miami. Both of them really need to uh, make sure that they stay in the sixth, uh, sixth spot in their uh, given conferences. Anything you like here? Maybe New Orleans can uh, are thinking that they can – possibly get into the play in their two and a half games back there anything you like on tonight's card well i liked charlotte a lot uh, about 30 minutes ago before we mm. just found out miles bridges and pj washington aren't going to play so i would avoid that after detroit lost to rj hampton and ignis brisbakis uh if you can believe that last night but um yeah i think miami's got a, in a really good spot here no chris Stapps. maxi cleaver is questionable with an achilles thing certainly something they don't want to push uh, I think they can really defend Luka with the way that Spolster isn't attacking defensively. So them getting three and a half against uh, a pretty banged up Mavs team that doesn't really have uh, kind of the personnel to chase Duncan Robinson around, stop Jimmy Butler, and stop Bam in the post, especially if Maxi can't play. Uh, I think Miami could kind of win this one comfortably. Um, yeah, I, I, I can't bet on the Pelicans. They just come out flat so often uh, and just the lack of shooting around Zion was really their undoing yesterday. Everyone just thinks that you could just solve the answers by getting Zion to pass out of the post. They just don't have enough shooters right now. So um, would be tough. Andrew Wiggins may pop up on the injury report. He's game time yesterday with a knee injury. So maybe tough to play him in a back-to-back after I think he played 38 minutes yesterday. Uh, and yeah, I don't really hate the Raptors, uh, you know, getting almost 10 uh, mm-hmm. With the way they're going to be mostly healthy, I don't know if he's not going to play. Always doubtful, but having Van Vliet back is big. Um, Ken Burch has played really well. Uh, some Siakam has been really, really aggressive. I think they can kind of take it to them um, to make this game somewhat close. Um, other than that, you know, not not too interesting. I guess I, I think I like the Nets, but hardly uh, as much as. But Miami would be my favorite bet today. There you go. Good stuff, Michael Gallagher at Mike S Gallagher on Twitter. Senior NBA analyst for Establish the Run. Mike, thank you as always. Thanks for having me on. There's Michael Gallagher there. Big on, uh, he likes the Nets and Lakers. He has not budged on that throughout the entire season. Uh, It's going to be fun to watch. I certainly understand why. It's probably the safe bet. And I, well, no, it is the safe bet. It's just, we're, maybe we're overthinking the LeBron situation with his ankle and him talking about never being 100% again. Um, which to me, as we talked about earlier, just kind of sounds 
like a guy who's putting it out there in case that's the way it works out. So there's an excuse. So there's a, a you know, there's a there's a built in reason they didn't win the championship. Oh, yeah, my ankle. It, it sucks right now. So I can't play. Um, I I kind of get the feeling that's what this is. But if the dude's on the floor, A.D.'s on the floor, don't you kind of have to go that route with yeah. those two teams? It feels like any time the Clippers give you a reason to back them, that then yeah. about, there are about five more reasons not to uh, about a week later. Joe Ostrowski and Chris Ranji, this is BetQL Daily. We're going to give you our best bets next. Also, five-star play from BetQL. That coming up on the BetQL Audio Network.